the research so far has failed to convincingly demonstrate that vacations lead to increased life satisfaction. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Comfort Zone, the podcast that redefines personal and professional development, guiding you through change the easy way so that you can live your best life. And my name is Adam Kowalik. In the last episode, I talked about how going away on vacation wasn't as good of a strategy to fight stress and burnout as we'd like to think, and that instead, taking more time off has shown to be more beneficial, going on a so-called sabbatical. And here we are in the season of vacation. And if you can't extend your current vacation plans to become a longer sabbatical, I mean, who can do that in such a short notice? Then here's what you can keep in mind to make the best of your vacation time. Now, Perhaps you go, Adam, you've gotten this all wrong. I'm really looking forward to my vacation. Great, I say. And so you should. And in fact, studies show the most enjoyable part of people's vacation is the weeks leading up to their vacation. How can that be? Well, because far too often going on a vacation means that a lot of tasks and responsibilities are building up and stress right along with it. There are long working hours to get everything done before you go off on your vacation. There's training and or delegating responsibilities to others and you worry about the out of control inbox once you return and other potential issues during or after the vacation. Simply put... Pre-vacation time is often associated with stress. No wonder you come down with a cold or otherwise flu-like symptoms during the first few days of the vacation. Stress can do that. It can weaken the immune system and make you more susceptible to viruses. Since to some of us, the most enjoyable part of our vacation is the pre-vacation time, the weeks leading up to it, It's helpful to understand that our expectations can sometimes get the best of us and make us feel disappointed once the vacation comes around. Vacation often come with their share of anxiety and illness, which might help explain why we don't always feel a significant boost upon returning from a holiday. M. Joseph Sergi, a professor and management psychologist at Virginia Tech University who has extensively studied the impact of vacations on wellness, points out that the research so far has failed to convincingly demonstrate that vacations lead to increased life satisfaction. Because you had a compromised immune system, you got sick for a few days, not feeling up for anything other than to rest. Then during the vacation, you start feeling stressed out over the spending on restaurants, souvenirs, day trips, entry tickets, taxis and shopping. Since you're supposed to make the most out of your vacation – You're running on a tight schedule in order to cram as much sightseeing and experiences in as possible. And it's starting to take a toll on everyone in your travelling party. Professor Sergi goes on to explain, Experiencing highs during a vacation, like the freedom from usual responsibilities, 
often gives way to lows afterwards. Apart from feeling down about the vacation being over, the stress of travel arrangements and the regret of overspending can contribute to these post-trip blues. Most vacations don't seem to offer a lasting increase in life satisfaction, but as what I was hinting at in the previous episode, also talking about vacation, really, it's not that vacations are a problem, it's that they have to end. How you spend your time during your vacation and how you spend your time after your vacation can make all the difference in how recharged and rejuvenated you feel coming back to everything. However, not all vacations are stress-inducing. Despite the stress leading up to a vacation, research indicates that vacationers generally feel healthier and happier during their time away. Additionally, studies have linked more vacation time with lower mortality rates, even after accounting for variables such as income. Not every vacation will live up to your expectations, but with a little planning, you can make the most of your time. Wellness writer Markham Heed shares several strategies that you can use to maximize your relaxation and happiness while away on your vacation. Number one, engage in regular exercise before the trip to reduce stress and boost your immune function. Number two, take charge of your plans and set realistic expectations for the vacation. Number three, seek personal fulfillment in the trip such as visiting a dream destination from your bucket list. Number four, break free from digital habits and work routines during the vacation for a more refreshing experience. Number five, consider returning midweek, allowing a smooth transition back to work just a couple of days before the weekend. And finally, number six, organize your vacation photos and videos after returning to relive the best moments of your trip. While the memories from the vacation can last forever, the post-vacation recharge might start to feel fleeting and temporary. Dr. Shana B. Taeon, aka the well-being doctor, talks about the post-vacation period, which is a period that can be anywhere from three days to four weeks after vacation, and that during this period, stress can gradually build up sometimes surpassing the pre-vacation levels. In research studies, this post-vacation time is termed the fade-out period, which is when the positive effects on being on vacation begins to subside, according to Dr. Taeon. And there are things we can do and plan for that can take place after our vacation that can help stave off some of the typical challenges in this fade-out period helping you maintain the benefits of taking time off. In the episode about why to-do lists don't always get things done and what you can do instead, I gave concrete tips on how to actually get things done and one of the strategies that I mentioned is called time blocking or time boxing. This is one of my favourite things to do to become more in control of my calendar. When you time block or box out time in your calendar, you get to decide what happens when, instead of somebody else being in charge of your calendar. You simply block out big chunks of time in your calendar that you dedicate to certain tasks. Because you block out time in advance you're able to decide what to spend your time on versus going with the most urgent or loudest task, putting out fires. 
In the Greater Good magazine, Dr. Shana B. Taeon shares some time boxing tips relating to prolonging the benefits of your vacation. Her first tip is calendars can get booked up quickly. So, as soon as you make the decision to go on vacation, start calendar blocking. The second advice block out two to four days following your return from vacation. This isn't to say you won't work. But it lets you control how you ease back into work. The third tip in the week following your vacation, try to schedule meetings and activities that spark joy a la Marie Kondo. Try to curate your calendar with meetings and responsibilities that feel energizing while delaying those that do not. And her final tip for the next two weeks after your vacation, Block off 30 minutes to an hour every day for your lunch to ensure that you have a dedicated break during the day. So, as soon as you plan your vacation, perhaps months in advance, go into your calendar and block out the week following your return from vacation. That way, you can add things back in a more controlled manner. You can consider coming back in the middle of the week, making your first week back at work feel easier, and blocking out time for non working lunch breaks. You make sure to avoid overwhelming yourself while also making sure to fuel your body and mind. Planning for and blocking out some post vacation fun time is a great way to help prolong the benefits of vacation. Research shows that activities that especially encourage relaxation are beneficial to extending the fade out period. So, the next time you come home from a vacation and feel guilty for wanting to still capture some of that downtime or relaxation, then don't. Don't feel guilty because you just came back from a vacation doesn't mean that you shouldn't engage in leisure activities for the next three or six months. Instead, make some plans to inject some relaxation into your next few weeks and months post vacation and see how much better you'll feel. So, with as much forefreude as you might have looking forward to your vacation plans, you want to put enough time into planning not just the actual vacation, but for the post vacation period as well. That is the way that you make sure when going on vacation. That you actually receive the benefits intended. Thanks for listening to Inside the Comfort Zone with me, Adam Kowalik, and I'll be back next week with another regular episode. If you like the show, please follow and rate it on Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think should hear what we spoke about today, please share it with them. The best way to get the episode as soon as possible is to subscribe to Inside the Comfort Zone via Spotify or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of the previous episodes by visiting insidethecomfort.zone. Visit the website insidethecomfort.zone or click the link in the show notes for a chance to send me your questions and feedback as a voice message. And with your permission, if it's valuable for our listeners, your content might be featured in an upcoming episode. Inside the Comfort Zone was brought to you by Adam Kowalik, life coach, speaker, and author on a mission to redefine personal and professional development. Thank you for being you, and please keep it up. Talk more soon.